Hi, we're George and Jess, and after doing a morning radio show together for over a decade, we found our new home on the George and Jess podcast. We are a married couple exploring the ins and outs of balancing kids, marriage, and careers. So join us for adventures in the kitchen, at home, traveling, and more. Pull up a chair, grab a cup of coffee. It's time to get real about life, love, and the world around us. Swimsuit season is almost upon us, and we're asking the question this morning, one piece or bikini? Well, there was a big hoopla about the bikinis. There's been a couple of hooplas about bikinis over the last week. We had uh, Hoda Kotb and Jenna Bush Hager discussing um, their preferences on the Today Show last week. And we'll talk more about that in a couple of minutes. And then uh, 57-year-old supermodel, you're going to have to pronounce her name for me because I... Paulina Porzakova. Thank you. She was married to Rick Okasik, who was the lead singer of The Cars, who has passed away, but... It was it was a big again after thirty years in radio I can tell you it was a big story when they hooked up and for some reason Rick always got these beautiful models because well, he, he was, was a rock star he was a rock star but yes and she is beautiful and she posted a photo in a bikini on Instagram last week and got some hate for it which feels like such a waste of people's time. Uh, so the the debate, the bikini debate is uh, relevant right now. People are talking about it. It's, it sure is. And again, and we've talked about this at length, but women are judged way more than men when it comes to uh, swimsuits and being out in public. Yeah, not only swimsuits, but... Uh, just summer apparel. Just then you get, you add the age piece to it and that gives it another whole element of judgment from people. You and I had this discussion because uh, 10 years ago, right after you had Noah, uh, you had lost the baby weight and you had been working out and stuff. And then you had bought a couple of swimsuits. A couple were bikinis and you were like, do I wear this to the public pool or would I be that mom? It was weird. I, I and, remember And you're this. a woman. You're a woman. Well, so I mean, to me, I mean, like, if you were worried about being judged by other women. And I was 27. Right. Years old. And I was already <laughs> thinking about right. whether or not I was too old to be wearing a bikini. Um, and I remember specifically thinking about whether or not it was acceptable, quote unquote, for me to wear a bikini because all of the other moms had one pieces on or even like a one piece and a t-shirt over their one piece. And so I remember thinking like, will I be judged or will I stick out or look funny if I take my young child to the public pool and wear a bikini? This is being judged by other women. Well, that's what I was afraid of. Like that's what I felt weird about. Um, in hindsight, I was probably giving it way too much thought. And I was 27 and weighed like 114 pounds. I should have just wore the bikini. <laughs> well, I'm just, I'm, I'm wondering who, it, it, first of all, because again, I'm a guy. I don't, I don't, I've never felt those feelings. Although there, men have in, insecurities sure. as well. And that's the reason I've lost weight and I'm going to the gym, you know, going to see John and, and Brett up at JP. But I, I want to know. Is there a definitive moment that a woman reaches where she was like, I'm not going to wear a two-piece anymore? I don't think so. I think that it just depends on really your your confidence and your preferences. Because I was 
feeling insecure about wearing a bikini 10 years ago when I was much younger and much thinner. 27. You know? Yeah. And it's like now I'm 37 and I'm heavier and I'm older and I don't really think twice about it. I mean, I just, I, I pick out swimsuits based on, oh, I like that color or I like the shape of that one or I like the cut of that one. Not like, oh my gosh, I'm going to look terrible in that bikini. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. Right. Like I have some one pieces and I have some bikinis and I, and I don't give it much thought, but I think I'm at a place where I'm just, I, I care less what other people are thinking. Uh, and, and I have to ask you another question from a woman's perspective. And, and are you, are women more concerned about being judged by other women or ogled by men? I think judged by other women. Okay. I, I'm, I'm just curious. I'm quite certain that no one is ogling me. Well, well listen, like, listen. I, I actually I'm, could probably guarantee. I'm, no, I'm, I'm saying that a lot of people are concerned about the opposite sex judging them. And that's, that's both men and women. I mean, it's something they don't talk about a lot, but that is a thought in the back of their minds. They're like, how do I look to the opposite sex? It shouldn't be relevant. And it some- should not be. But... Again, because of the way we're inundated with stuff in the media, it is. I think what's helpful for me is that reminding myself that, like, people probably aren't paying as much attention to me as I think they are. And not, I'm not saying, like, me me specifically, like, any person. But you feel— Like, other people aren't really paying that much. They're paying attention to them, their selves. Right. And not— you. you did, let me ask you this. Do you feel somewhat exposed when you walk out into public, let's say a public pool or whatever, and you're just wearing that two-piece? Do you feel almost a little bit somewhat nude? Uh, well, a little. I mean, you do, be right? Be, I agree. Here's let, let, me, let me preface the rest of this conversation with one thing. I think there are a lot of men as well that are insecure about taking their shirts off. Mm-hmm. That's the thing that starts to bother men. Well, so I'm just wondering, with you, is it is it that same thing? Like, oh, God, I don't want to. Is there any specific? Like area? Yeah. Of myself? Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. What What do you think? What What part of, is it? Is it well, the hard part is whenever you wear a, a bathing suit or swimming attire, you're exposing a lot more of yourself than you ever right. would normally it's, in public. I say it's the equivalent for a guy, even though you're not, but it, it's for a guy, it's the equivalent of walking out in public in your underwear. Sure. That's what it's like when, when you walk out on a, you're just wearing swim trunks. It's no different than wearing boxer shorts in, I, in reality. I, I, uh, I have owned swimsuits in the past that show more than underwear. Right, <laughs> right, know? right. So that I think- that's where the insecurity lies. You're like, oh man, I'm I'm showing a right. lot. It's just a it's you feel exposed. Right. I think that's what it is. And it's like, oh, there's and, and there's that's my nor- butt and I, there's my stomach and there's right. all all of it's right here. Um, but again, people aren't paying that much attention. But I promise. Even ten years ago when you were twenty seven, you were worried about I it. I was. And I, I was super insecure. And now looking back, I'm like, oh, you should have just Rocked that bikini, girl. 
Like, you, you looked great. You you don't have to be 27, though, to rock a bikini. No, I, I completely agree. And I who, think. And I, don't let. And I don't. I wouldn't let anybody dictate what I was going to wear. No. And I was. I'm talking about in hindsight, I right. was the one that was dictating that. My insecurities right. stopped me from wearing what I wanted to wear to the pool at that point in my life. Let me, here's another question I have for you. Ballpark figure. How many women do you think let the world around them and those kind of insecurities dictate what they wear to the beach or the pool? I think it's it's not just the pool, pool and the beach. I think it's in general. Like summer dress in just, just any kind of clothing. Really? Workout clothing, work clothing, fun clothing. I think there's a lot of, oh, I can't wear that, or I'm too old for that, or that would look terrible on me. And that makes me sad. And then, well, I think well, it goes back to this. If they're taking shots at Paulina Porzakova or some of these, like these, we're talking, she was a supermodel. And, until, yeah. and to this day, is 12 car pile up gorgeous? And the right? comments that people were making, she posted a couple of the comments and one of them was like, the fall from young and beautiful to old and ugly is hardest on the pretty or some like, do you like saying she was old and ugly? Right. But uh, I'm going to ask you this. Don't you believe that some of that stuff is just internet trolls looking for a reaction? I do. And I think that a lot of it is also people who are very insecure themselves and it's much more a projection of how they're feeling. Right. about themselves and it doesn't really have a lot to do with her or anyone else that they're judging. And you want to know why we have those insecurities? Because it's it's literally preached at us on a daily right. basis. Like the, all the headlines on the May issues of women's magazines, get your body bikini ready. I know. Be bikini ready by Memorial Day weekend. My, like, you know what's a bikini body? All the bodies. Anybody <laughs> right. that puts a, a bikini on is a bikini body. Right. It, it, it's it's incredible to watch this because every, this just got brought up again last week. But we, you and I have had this conversation even on the radio for years. We did. We talked about it and it never, ever, ever changes. No, I mean, to think back 10 years ago, I was feeling this way or insecure. And here we are fast forward to 10 years to present and it's still a thing. Ultimately, who do you think is responsible for this? Because it doesn't go away. The diet industry. You think that's what it is? Yes. And and that is a powerful group. I can, yes, it is. And I've said this before, but when uh, you and I were in radio, the one constant, because there, there are fads that come and go and, you know, this and that and advertising changes. But one campaign that never went away was diets mm -hmm. we and weight loss clinics whatever you yep. want to call them throughout my 30-year radio career they were the constant with advertising never ever did they go away yep. and like clockwork after the first of the year just inundated with ads I actually did an endorsement for a weight loss clinic when I was in my mid-30s, because I had ballooned. Mm -hmm. Right now- oh, Don't say balloon. I did. Well, I did, because it, it was it was unhealthy living, and I was in my mid-30s. I was doing, you know, I was doing rock 
on the radio. I was doing drive home, which is three to seven. And I was in a bad way. And my general manager actually came into the studio. <laughs> and she was like, George is the one guy who won't be offended if I ask him this. <laughs> and, and she, because she knew me, right? She actually knew me. And she was right. She came in and she was like, because I had complained about it. I was walking around the office. And <laughs> well, I'm like, God, oh, I got to lose some weight. But uh, at, I had lost a bunch of weight and it worked, but it wasn't the healthiest option. I can tell no, you that. And, and it's I've not never, sustainable. You know, well, I've never returned to that. I'm, I'm ne- I am never went back. It's funny because I made that decision in my mind. I'm like, I'm never going back. That's how you make changes. Right. So not shame or fixing don't, or well don't do it to fix insecurities or any of that you make a decision internally right that you're going to change your lifestyle don't do it to fix insecurities do it because you want to do it and you want better health yeah and, and you want a different lifestyle and you want a longer life and things like that not because you want a six-pack or you want i ugh, this is insane so I cleaned out the, my makeup drawer this weekend. God, that was a project. Oh, don't even get me started. It was like, if you give a mouse a cookie, like it just kept leading to more and more organization. But when I was cleaning out the makeup drawer, that led to cleaning out my hair supply basket. We have a really small master bathroom. Right. So I have my, my hair products in a basket up on a shelf. And I was cleaning that out and throwing away ones that were empty and crusty and old. And I came across this dry brush that I had bought years ago on Amazon and I bought it because it promised to get rid of cellulite and I was going to I dry brushed my legs with this hard bristle brush to try and promote circulation and break up fat cells that cause cellulite not the, does that stuff work? No, isn't oh. that the dumbest thing you've ever heard? I didn't even I didn't even think that because I thought that was just like a natural body development it, that you can't get away from. I mean, it's what a dumb thing to well, buy and worry about and spend energy and money on. When you see celebrities that don't don't they go through like, I mean, there there's some like different treatments options and stuff that, but it's like ridiculously expensive, right? Like Sona Bell and stuff. Like, I don't know. I have no idea. I, I mean, cellulite's a natural thing. To, Specifically women because of how, how and where but fat I think is stored. That's a natural process, though, to store store that. Right. Yeah. To, yeah. And yeah. not everybody has it. Some people are pre, more predispositioned for cellulite than right. others. Right. And it's just some of it's just like genetic lottery and some of it is, you know, lifestyle choices. You can reduce it with, you know, diet and exercise, but you're not going to get rid of it with a dry brush. Is that a huge insecurity for women cellulite? It is, is for is me. That, is that, okay. It's not as much for me as it used to be. Right. Obviously, I bought all kinds of dumb stuff to try and get rid of it. <laughs> right. Um but it, you know, cuz like when I was younger in the early 2000s, that was a really gross time in diet culture and body shaming and the celebrities were Dick Thin, like the Paris Hiltons and the Nicole Richies, and they would post on the cover of magazines and like target and call out celebrities for having like cellulite or arm fat. And they would like, I remember they would circle it on the cover of magazines like, oh, looks like she's packing on the pounds. They did. I know. They did. It was awful. They so gro- growing up with that kind of messaging will 
will make you insecure. <laughs> they still do it today, though. They're, do they still do it? Is it still that bad? They're, they're trolling. And I think or is it, it all on the internet now? It starts with celebrities. Yeah, and, that's where, and that was the messaging that, that we got in the early 2000s. Like, if you had cellulite, you were gross and bad. Yeah. Which is insane. I know. That's And uh, hence the 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 uh the weight loss plans and there's a million of them and a lot of them all revolve around the same thing and that is calorie deprivation <laughs> if you will if you eat less than a thousand calories a day you're not going to be healthy Based but you will lose that. weight that's like a toddler I know, diet i know but that's what a lot of them were i know the Trump. one the one that i had done in the you know this was now 15 years ago it was, uh, I was consuming about 700 calories a day. Oh my God, you're a grown man. I know, it was not. I did lose a lot of weight. Well, and I duh, because you were starving. In a couple of months, I dropped a substantial amount, but it, I didn't feel necessarily the best. And it was well, a no struggle. Kidding. That makes my blood boil. It is so ridiculous. I know. but, but And trust me, I've done every diet under the sun. No, thank you. <laughs> right, so... It's important to get a solid advice from uh, somebody with credentials before you you pursue any kind of a weight loss program. Yeah, absolutely. Right, obviously. Speaking of credentials, by the way, we're going to resume this conversation. One-piece or two-piece swimsuits in just a minute, but somebody you can always count on and has credentials, and Jess and I have relied on for years, Ryan's Plumbing, Heating, and Electricity. Again, as we do our home improvement projects on uh, this mid-century home that we have, I have learned this. Don't mess with this stuff if you don't know what you're doing. Even if you think you might not know what you're doing, always call the experts. Yeah, especially when it comes to plumbing and electricity. Yes, to give you an example, when we bought our hot tub last summer, I called uh, Holly up at Ryan's in St. Peter. and I said, I need somebody to put in the electrical, and it's got to be legal, and you got to go through all this stuff because you just don't plug one of these things in. Which is what I thought you did. No, so so <laughs> Eric comes out, does it all in like a 100-degree heat, by the way, and we left the electrical box wide open, and it poured that night, and then it obviously what you're going to have, it tripped a breaker, right? And it it fried something. And anyways, the next day morning, which was a Sunday, we call Eric, and we're like, oh, I don't know why it's not working. And then he came out and saw what us knuckleheads did. And the guy on a Sunday afternoon fixed our hot tub. He even had to run to Menards during the pandemic to find the appropriate box that he needed to fix everything for us. He and we had our hot tub back a couple hours later. That's just an example of the customer service that you'll get from the people at Ryan's Plumbing and Heating and Electric. Yeah, so if you're hearing like a drip drip in the faucet or maybe you need a new outlet. It's uh, simple stuff switch, or, or major. Or major. Uh, check them out, stpeteralectric.com or give them a call at 931-2720. 2720. And you'll, you'll, you'll get Holly on the phone and she'll help you They'll out. They'll take good care of you. So like I mentioned earlier on the Today Show last week, Hoda Kopi and Jenna Bush Hager, who I in my mind am close personal friends with, um, we're having the same conversation about bikinis versus one pieces. And they actually had different opinions on the on the on the conversation. I, I missed this, but I'm dying to find out what how the discussion went. So Hoda, who's fifty seven years old, she's got two little girls, she said that her eighty year old mom gave her a piece of wisdom that she takes with her, and that's why she wears a bikini. She said, You don't want to miss your life because you're scared. I love that. 
And so she said she wears the two-piece because that's what she prefers. She likes how they look. It's easier, like, on and off, going to the bathroom, like, convenient things like that. But just that's what she prefers. So that's what she wears. She's, she's, I got to read her quote because it was so funny. It was, uh, nobody cares if you're gooing out all over the place. Well, I don't think, I don't think as many people are paying attention as you think. And that's what I, that's what I'm, I, I, in my older age, I'm starting to realize that like no one is analyzing you in your clothing, workout attire, swimsuit, like you are analyzing yourself. Right. So it's like wear what you want and just have fun. And if that's a two piece swimsuit, then own it, do it. You know what I mean? Jenna, on the other hand, Jenna Bush Hager, who has three little kids, um, and she's about my age. I think she just turned 40. And uh, she said she prefers a one-piece. Um, she said it's just more comfortable for her when she's chasing kids around at the pool. So it wasn't so much like a body insecurity thing why she chooses a one-piece. It was just because she's more comfortable wearing that. So interesting it, it, perspectives it, from two different women of it, two different ages. Is it physical or mental comfort? She because it doesn't to me, the science behind that doesn't make sense. Wouldn't a one piece be more restrictive as far as movement and chasing kids? Or I don't know. Um, well, it, I guess it just de- depends on the on the one piece. It depends on the swimsuit, but yeah. um, you may get a more support if you're looking for more support, like on top, like in the bust area. Okay. Um, I don't I don't have to worry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and then um, some of the one pieces. We kind of trim you in, suck you in a little bit in the middle. Right. And that might maybe, maybe more comfortable. A, right. I don't know. Yeah. Again, I wear both. I have two pieces and one pieces. And now that I have realized that no one's really paying attention, I'll just wear what I like. It, there, there, There is a huge double standard <laughs> that we, we've talked about this again at length. But with men versus women when it comes to uh, that type of attire. Because I don't know why. And I hate this. I had this conversation uh, when I decided to make that commitment to myself to go to the gym. But this uh, this nonsense about dad bods being sexy needs to stop because that's not a thing. And I will tell you this. My doctor told me that visceral fat, which is belly fat, is the most dangerous stuff there is for guys. And what the, da- the that, dad bod thing is the... The beer belly and just like a little bit of extra weight, and which is fine, and I understand that. But don't use that as an excuse to just chug beer. Oh. And you, you understand what I'm saying? And be like, I'm sexy, even though I'm 30 or 40 pounds. No, guys, I'm telling you, man, you want to be around to enjoy your kids as they grow. And, you know, and they get a little bit older and have grandkids. And as you get, you know, I think later into life, you want to be as mobile and, uh, you know, just as fluid as you were when you were younger. It won't be quite that quite that good but it, it can get better i so, think it's about finding the balance of enjoying your life but still making lifestyle choices that let you live a long long life but you know what i mean right but when, going back to our original topic here uh, you know about the insecurities of going out in a swimsuit there's a lot of guys now that you know it's it, it's, I went back to this, it's taking their shirt off. That's the thing mm-hmm. for guys. I can tell you that that beyond the shadow of any doubt that that's the one thing. A lot of them won't talk about it, but there's a lot of guys that you will see out on boats in the summer, at the beach, around the pool, 
And if you if you see the guy that's always wearing a T-shirt or some kind of a shirt, it's because he's insecure about his body. And, and they don't talk about it. They're not as open to talk about it as women are. Guys. I know, but I'm telling you. Get some sun on those shoulders. Rock it. You will notice, again, guys will dress. And it's weird to watch this transition because it was something that wasn't a thing for years, but it is now. They will dress also to hide their body in well, things that they're insecure about, whether it's a li- I know, love handles or a, a, a little bit of extra weight up top specifically, I think. And they try to, uh, you know, coordinate shorts and a t-shirt that hide all of that. Not all of them, not all of them. There are, there's always the guy with the sleeveless t-shirt and the, you know, <laughs> the sun's out, guns out, Las Vegas team. You have that. I, I do. Well, I bought, I've never I, seen you wear it. I bought it as a gag when we went there like six, seven years ago. <laughs> of course, I'm never going to wear it. But I laughed so hard when I saw it at one of those those tourist traps in the strip that I was like, I got to have that. I think that. you should start wearing that to JP Fitness. Oh, my God. That Show is up funny. in that for your next session. So, <laughs> Sun's out, guns out. So back to our original conversation. When it, we're talking about uh, swimsuits. And you were talking, we've been, you know, talking about how women, specifically, I think, uh, celebrities get raked over the coals if they're out wearing uh, something that the rest of the world or the internet trolls don't agree with. So when it comes to intimidation, because I think that's what it comes down to, right? Yeah, yeah. I would say. It, insecurities. Is it, uh, are they actually looking at themselves or, is, or are they worried about how people perceive them are they are are they do they look in the mirror and go i'm not gonna wear this two-piece swimsuit or because i feel i don't belong in it or is are they worried about how they're going to be judged by other people is it their own perception or others that they're worried about probably a combination of both because it boils down to confidence how confident are you in yourself to wear what you want to wear and not care what other people think and feel good in it. You know, it's, it's, so I think it's, it, it all comes down to your confidence, but you know what? It's easy to say that. Sure. I, and yeah. it's, and it's quite another thing to actually it's a, follow through. It's a process that a lot of people have to work through to get over their insecurities and to, Sometimes you do it scared and just fake it till you make it. Like, I'm going to wear this because it's what I want to wear, even though I'm a little nervous to wear it. Or yeah. I, I feel a little exposed. But I this is what I want to wear. I'm going to wear it. I'm going to act confident and see if I am. I Well, yeah, I would love it. I would love to believe that if it was that it was that simple. I just think that it's very hard because of the constant scrutiny and then there's no way to get away from it because of the way we're inundated with media absolutely right specifically social media like we're going on vacation in two weeks and i'm gonna bring my swimsuits and i'm gonna bring my clothes and i don't are you bringing any two-piece swimsuits sure yeah nobody cares no like no one's paying attention i I agree with you and if they are that's on them i agree why do you you care what i look like in my swimsuit but you haven't always talked like that i know and it's been it has been a journey for me it has taken a lot of internal work to get to the point where i can honestly say that 
That's good. You know, and I don't even allow myself to say things like, oh, I shouldn't be wearing this, but I'm going to. Like, that's not part of my my vernacular. You know what? Again, and I, I we've brought this up before, but it bothers me that it's already influencing kids. Mm-hmm. And I, I look, I mean, we have a nine, we have a, a 10 now and a five-year-old and our five-year-old daughter has made a few comments about body composition. Or, right. Like, oh, my belly's she, fat. Yeah. And I'm like, no, you're, and she's not, by the way. Well, she's, it's like, you're five. No. And, and, five. and where did you hear that? Kids shouldn't be hearing or saying things like that anyways. Right. But, they, but it's impossible we don't we don't live in this utopian society I know, where everything I know. right. And all we can do is control what we say, what she consumes when she's with us, whether that's, you know, something on TV or YouTube or characters that she's watching. You know, and that's the best we can do and we and I and I hope that we can build her up and give her confidence to where that is not the most important thing that she cares about and isn't the most interesting thing about her. Right. Right. I, yeah, I know. It's, it's this is a never ending conversation. I know. We'll I know. Re- and now, the and reason, now that the, win- winter is over, summer's coming. We're bringing we, this we, up because it's May. It's right. May. It's May 2nd. And I can tell you this here in Southern Minnesota, we haven't felt like we even had spring because the snow melted in the middle of April, but or in the middle of May or March rather, but <laughs> It's been freezing cold. It's been freezing all through spring, and now the month of April came and went. And it doesn't even feel like it was no, spring, it, and and it's not in our heads. No, right? The, I, yeah. So can, summer will come. It will, and then this whole conversation will fire back up. Well, the reason everyone will be talking about putting their swimsuits on and going to the lake and going to the beach and going to the swimming pools and. It's like rinse and repeat every year. Well, when you brought up the Paulina Porzakova thing over the weekend, I thought it's May, it's going to be May 2nd, Monday morning. We need to have this discussion. This is a perfect time because we're all thinking about it because everybody January 1st was like, all right, I'm going to be ready for summer season this year, right? Don't let the fact that you don't look exactly like you think you need to ruin your entire well, summer. Right. It's, right? It's, we've been so inundated with this picture of perfection like this is a bikini body this is what you have to aspire to to be confident to wear a bikini which is bull crap right you don't i know you don't have to aspire to have a perfect body to wear a bikini and to, and to wear it with confidence the funny thing is we have this conversation on a yearly basis and uh Women are more comfortable to talk about it than guys. I I'm not sure what gets in, gets in the way. It's the macho image, like I don't care. And then it's this this dad bod thing that they try to push along to make themselves be like, yeah, it's fine. I'm the reason I say it's not fine, and the reason I don't want to have it because I'm there. Believe me, I, I'm carrying some extra weight around is because this is not healthy. That's why I would prefer to lose and 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 tone back a little bit. And I'll be I'll admit. I, when we're at, when we're on vacation and we're at a pool or we're at a beach somewhere and I see other guys my age that are fit, I'm like, why can't I be that guy? And then I think, well, I can, I've just got to discipline myself. Yeah. Or you could just love yourself the way you are. But what if you really don't? <laughs> I know it's You hard. know what I'm saying? 
It's hard. What if what if you really don't? What if you really would be happier? And not because you're making other people happy, but you'd be happier to just get up and look at yourself and be like, you know what? I feel better. I look better. And just, you know, you know what what they say? You look good. You feel good. I would say that you can love yourself and be confident while still working to make changes and improvements. Yes. That's the ticket. Yeah. If you can, if you can find happiness and self-love the way that you are, accept yourself, meet, meet yourself where you are while still making changes and improvements, then that's when you're going to stick to the lifestyle changes and really feel good about it. And getting down to the brass tacks, there are two-piece swimsuits that are not as revealing as string bikinis. If you want to wear a string bikini, wear a string bikini. And I under, that takes a lot of confidence. And you know what? I, I would equate that to a man wearing a Speedo. Sure. If you're a guy and you can rock a Speedo, and believe me, once in a while we'll see it, like when we're in Vegas, oh, and yeah. I'm like, you go. Yeah. Because they don't care. It's They're like, like, do it. <laughs> if that feels good for you. I should buy a Speedo for Vegas. Why not? We're head- <laughs> I'm, I'm kidding, of course. I do not. I would not feel comfortable, and I would, I would be on... Oh my God, the anxiety level to walk out into public in a speedo for me would, even when I was fit and younger, I don't think I would have ever done that. They are a bit too revealing. They don't leave much to the imagination. No, no, not at all. <laughs> so I guess the the moral of the story is like what, what you summed up. Yeah, I just, I think like work towards that, that love and acceptance for yourself and work on that confidence. And you can do that while still making changes and improvements. Yeah. It's bottom line. If you want to rock a Speedo or a bikini, go for it. Absolutely. Speaking of healthier lifestyles and improvements, uh, water is always a big thing. They'll tell you to drink plenty of water. You know what I do not like is water bottles, especially when I know that a lot of that stuff is just tap water that they put in bottles that you pay a fortune for. And they fill up your trash and they fill up the landfills and they drive me insane. I right. hate water bottles. That's why we called Garlic's water conditioning. We, I mean, seriously, they have a kinetical system that they install that is unbelievable. Our kids love it. We love it. We don't have any more water bottles. And you have water. I, I will tell people, take the Garlic's taste test. If you Once you taste that water that's filtered, mm, all of the impurities, I think it's 99 whatever weird percentage, it's insane. But once you taste truly clean water, you'll realize that stuff that you've been drinking in bottles isn't for you. You'll turn into a water snob like me. <laughs> well, we are because it's amazing. And not only that, but their water conditioning systems, uh, like with the water softener that we have, super efficient and much easier on the budget than most water softeners. Yes. And it's super easy to deal with as well. And when they install, I will say this, when they install, I was like, oh God, this is going to be an all day process. Because we have a home that was built in 59 and it was, you know, it's it's big and the configuration is not set up for what uh, having filtered water was or is now. Back then it wasn't even a thought, right? They came in and did the whole thing, the water softener and the purification system and had the spout put up on our kitchen sink in less than a couple hours. Yeah, non-invasive. It works great. The water tastes great. The soft water helps with laundry, hair, skin, in the shower. Uh, if you 
are considering a water system, Connecticut water systems from Garlics are the best. You can get a quote and uh, take the water test at garlicswater.com. Yeah, I'm telling you that, by the way, if you live in a rural part of uh, the country, southern Minnesota here, uh, they'll test your water because everybody's water is different and they will get you a system that accommodates you and cleans your water up. There's a lot of people out in the country that don't think that they can achieve this and you can. Yes, absolutely. All right. We want to thank our sponsors, of course, and you for spending some time with us. Here we are, May 2nd. Where does time go? That's why we were talking about the swimsuit issue. And again, the moral of the story this morning, if you want to wear the bikini or the Speedo, go ahead and rock it. We'll be back tomorrow morning with another edition to get your workday rolling.